You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, a visibly and audibly frustrated Mansfield City Council stopped just short Tuesday evening of rejecting the city administration's request to increase water rates. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Mechanics Bank. Whether you're looking for a mortgage, a home equity loan, investment services, or just a great local bank, stop by and see us. Head over to MyMechanics.com to learn more and find a location that's convenient for you. Now our feature story. A visibly and audibly frustrated Mansfield City Council stopped just short Tuesday evening of rejecting the city administration's request to increase water rates. Instead, lawmakers voted 7-1 to to delay the vote until January. But council members made it clear to the administration, if you want to see this rate hike, help us show city residents why the city needs an estimated additional $3.4 million in annual water revenue. The vote to delay the proposal came after a spirited question-and-answer session among council members, Public Works Director Dave Remy and City Engineer Bob Bianchi. Mayor Tim Thaker attended the meeting as well, but didn't comment during the discussion. At-large Councilwoman Stephanie Zader, who sharply questioned the administration on the issue, finally made the motion to delay the vote and asked Bianchi to help demonstrate to residents why the city needs the additional funds. For his part, Bianchi largely repeated to Council what he told them during a presentation in October. He said that without the increase, the city's water fund is in dire straits, even with the rate increase approved in 2019 and a $17 million citywide water meter replacement program that was designed to increase revenue through more accurate measurement. And while water revenues are increasing, they have remained less than expenses in the last five years. Bianchi also reminded the council the city went 17 years without a water rate increase before 2019. How did we get here? How did we get to this situation where we are asking for another increase? Remember, our rates did not increase for 17 years. 17 years staying flat is 0%. That's not sustainable. And I'll, I'll, I'll say that where we are is not sustainable today. It's not. I can tell you that. And I want it for the record to be known where we are headed, not sustainable. That is a fact. So I don't know what else I can say. We presented the numbers. I have the capital, um, the capital improvements that we that we hope hope to have done. It's not a wish list. It's a need. If these rates don't increase, there's certain things that will not happen, and I think the public needs to know that. Zader responded quickly to the engineer, saying that the fact is these projects are things that the administration should have seen coming, and they should have prepared far before this. Zader said the plan council approved back in 2019 was to raise rates and complete the meter program, measure the increased revenue, and then reassess additional potential rate hikes. But they still haven't completed that project. We've known for a long time that our infrastructure is not great and that it's needed to be upgraded. The entire country knows that the infrastructure is is old, aging, and failing. Um, So I I don't like that being put back on council because the fact is that we do generally support the projects that you bring to us. I get that. What I don't want to do is go to the citizens and say, hey, we, you entrusted us to put together an $18 million project, complete that, and come back to you with 
plans of how we're going to move forward, and we still haven't completed that project, but you know what? You should give us some more money. It, th that doesn't feel fair to me to go to the citizens and say that, and that's what they're upset about. We haven't completed a project that we were supposed to have completed already, it, So, and it's not anything personal against you. I have the utmost respect for you and the job that you do here. I, you are brilliant, and you do a damn good job. You're one of the best employees in the city. I've told you that time and time again. What I have a hard time with is going to the citizens and saying, hey, you know what? Sorry you trusted us before. We didn't do that right, but we're going to try it again. I, I struggle with that. And with the outpouring of feedback that we've had on this, it's not often that we get a bunch of feedback from people on things, but we've had an outpouring of feedback on this, and only one of the four dozen plus emails or responses that we've received from everybody in the city, only one has been positive. Only one has been in support of it. So how do I go to my citizens and say, you know what, forget what you said to me that you want. I'm going to vote against it anyway, or I'm going to vote for it anyway. And Zader was far from alone in questioning the administration's request. At-large councilman Phil Scott opposed delaying the vote and said afterward he is opposed to the increase. To him, there are too many questions, plus the fact that there are citizens that are having trouble paying their bills as it is. Sixth Ward Councilwoman Kimberly Moten and Second Ward Councilwoman Cheryl Mayer both read emails from residents in their ward asking questions and raising challenges to the rate hikes. After the proposal was tabled, Fourth Ward Councilman Alamar Davenport and Fifth Ward Councilman Aurelio Diaz spoke about the issue. Both acknowledged constituents they have heard from oppose the rate increases, but both said there are times they may have to make decisions in the best interest of the city. Next, some local history. Did you know that Pete Henry was an American football player, coach, and athletic administrator? Born in 1897 in Mansfield, he attended Washington and Jefferson College, where he played at the tackle position for four years. Henry was a consensus All-American in 1918 and 1919, and was later a charter inductee into both the College Football Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Henry played pro football in the NFL for the Canton Bulldogs, New York Giants, and the Pottsville Maroons. He was named a first-team All-Pro four consecutive years from 1920 to 1923. Next, we'd like to take a moment to highlight an event that you should know about. Tomorrow and Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m., head over to Kingwood Center Gardens to experience the magic of Christmas and to meet some of Santa's real-life reindeer. Make sure you register at kingwoodcenter.org beforehand to reserve your spots. Tickets are $8 for non-members, free for members, and free for kids under 12. See you there. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Area Agency on Aging. Are you struggling to pay your home energy bills? You're in luck. The Home Energy Assistance Program at Area Agency on Aging can help. Stop in for an application at 2131 Park Avenue West in Ontario, or visit aaa5ohio.org. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Sue Ramey of Shelby. Sue was born in Wrigley, Kentucky in 1933, and had been a Shelby resident for 67 years. She worked as a housekeeper for Ohio Health in Shelby, and was an active member of the Connect Church, where she taught Sunday school for 34 years. Sue was known for her love of cooking, and spending time with her family, especially her children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. She is survived by her three children, six grandchildren, six great-great-grandchildren, numerous nieces, nephews, and other relatives. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Sue's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit.
Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 